It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. It's been a while since actually we've done one of these, isn't it? Like on the phone. Hey Coogan, how are you? Hey Eddie, you had a facial? You're looking fresh, man. <laughs> I'm not, I've, you know... Rob Ted put a really funny clip out about me going, I've got an end weeks on 40, fit for 40 campaign. Yeah, how's it going? How's that going, fit for 40? Oh, mate, it's, I had two days in New York last week, and I've been in LA since uh, Sunday or Monday, and it's not going well, mate. I had one run up the beach, which you saw was detoured by Pizza Cafe. Um, it's not going well, mate. I think I've just got to just say it's over, you know? Just be fat and proud. I think that's the new thing. I'm going to try and make fat cool again. That's what I'm going to try and do. All right. Well, if anyone's listening to this, which some people will, hashtag Eddie Hearn, fat and proud, just to know you're behind him all the way. All right, mate. Can we not do fit for 40 instead? (laughs) No. Fat and proud is better. Fat and proud. (laughs) If you're fat and you're proud, get on my bandwagon. (laughs) This summer, it's not about six packs and pecs and being in shape and eating vegan meals and protein shakes it's about having a big belly on the beach and being proud and happy imagine that actually took over as the norm like where it was cool like everyone found that attractive it's not easier god um how's Anthony Crawler he's great he's great I mean look it's beautiful it's 80 degrees every day he's got a massive smile on his face who's at the um the workout yesterday in incredible shape as you'd expect he just, you know he's not deluded he knows what's in front of him probably the best pound for pound fighter in boxing right now no one's giving him a chance um, but you know I think from you see by Bob Aram's comments the other day no one really wanted this fight on their side so that gives me a little bit of confidence and hope that yeah they might have overlooked him or they might not be taking him as seriously as they should have done but you know, listen Lomachenko's an amazing fighter 
But Crowley's been there and done it. You know, he's fought for world titles, he's won world titles. He's tried to unify, he's boxed Menares twice. So this is like, you know, he's, and he's earned the shot. He's the mandatory challenger. So go out there and enjoy yourself. Like, honestly, I can tell you he's in an unbelievable frame of mind. Unbelievable physical condition. He knows that the, you know, um, mammothness of the task. And he'll be giving it everything on Friday night. Would you say this is a, a tougher order than when, like, Rocky went to fight Canelo? Or what would you say? I think it's the same. I mean, you know, I think Anthony's resume is more impressive than Rocky's. But, you know, in terms of the quality of fighter, you know, Lomachenko and, and Canelo are right up there in terms of top five pay-per-view fighters in the world. The, the difference, I think, for, for Rocky was he's never really experienced anything like that before. Whereas Anthony has boxed Linares twice. You know, he's boxed Perot, so he's, he's had 13, 14,000 in the MEN main event. So he has a little bit more experience um, in being big championship fights. And uh, But yeah, you know, in terms of the opponents they're facing, they're both pound for pound greats. Mm. Um, you were pictured with. Uh, Ramirez and Callum Smith and mm. kind of indicated that you're starting off talks about a potential unification yeah, fight. Yeah, I mean, it was just, sort of just like, it was a great photo opportunity firstly, and then Bob sort of said, we've got to make this fight happen. And he said that about everything. So I said, yeah, and then we we went to one side and he said, look, we'd be willing to come to the UK for that fight. Uh, Ramirez is fighting on Friday. His wife is having a baby after that. Obviously, Callum's fighting June the 1st at Madison Square Garden so it's a natural sort of September October fight really and a, a great fight for British boxing um, to do a big super middleweight unification a genuine you know number one and number two I believe in the in the division unifying against each other which is a great opportunity exactly the fight, kind of fights that Karen Smith wants um, Ramirez is looking for a big fight if we can get the money together to bring him over which I believe we can then I think there's a great chance of seeing that fight later on this year. Obviously, this sort of situation about talking about potential unification doesn't do Billy Saunders any favours about hopefully getting his fight for the world title if, obviously, it doesn't sound like he's going to stay at light heavyweight then. Yeah, I think he's undecided. I mean, when you saw... They're both huge, by the way, for 168 pounds. But Callum's the bigger of the two, really, when you look at them next to each other. I think that everything that I'm hearing from Ramirez's side is they're in no rush to vacate that belt. Um, They wanted to test out 175 pounds, which they're doing at the weekend. I can't see him vacating the title by May the 18th, um, which is when Billy's fine. But I don't know, you know, I don't know the ins and outs, but from everything that Bob was telling me yesterday, was that they would very much like to unify against Callum Smith in September, October, and we'd love that as well. So that's what we'll be pursuing. Did you have a chat with Bob about his comments? Or not really? No, not really. No, Bob's Bob, you know what I mean? I mean, he probably forgets like, what he said a couple of days before, but I can't, you know, look, I don't have to agree with everything he says, and a lot of what he said is rubbish because it's actually incorrect. But I admire him too much to start slagging him off. I mean, he's 87 years old. Unbelievable. You know, anyone that's in this business for that amount of time. I mean, yeah, my granddad's 91. I'm tired. I imagine that I was up against my granddad. You know, uh, it's just, it's 
it's just incredible what he's done and, and the energy that he has. I mean, he was there shuffling around yesterday, you know, going away and around working the media. I mean, he's a crafter, and I admire that. So, you know, I do feel as though he's under a lot of pressure from ESPN, um, and perhaps even the UFC who are delivering great numbers on ESPN. And I don't feel like he's always putting on great shows, but listen, sometimes we don't put on great shows. So I'm not going to start slagging Bob Aaron off because I have a lot of respect for him. And, you know, I can tell him stories about how I did Klitschko Joshua in front of 90,000 at Wembley. And he can tell me how he did the thriller in Manila. You know? Not really. (laughs) So, you know, he's a character, let's put it that way. And uh, I think sometimes he just, his head goes a little bit and sort of, probably looks at me and thinks who is this what, young upstart fucking what does he know and that's you know that's probably why his lot of, of his uh, statements are off the back one. do you think you'll be still talking bollocks at 87 I've been very surprised if I was still here at 87 what are you very talking about in the game or alive in general no alive it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a big age, isn't it? Being in the game at 87, it's an incredible age to live to. And, yeah. Especially when you're working in boxing. Mm. I mean, the stress levels, you certainly see it by his comments, the stress levels are through the roof. Ed, we saw him say some comments about um, Kovalev and, and Yards, you know, indicating that kind of a deal was kind yeah, of on heard, its yeah. way. I mean, I heard that a few days ago. I didn't want to open my mouth because it weren't really my best to say but now Bob's come out and said it yeah I mean it's just that you know I've heard that Yard's getting a lot of money to go to um, Russia I think the, the Boxing Federation of the government or however it works there have come up with the money and I know probably as much as you know in that the deal is done and Kovalev's fighting Yard in Russia Hmm. Interesting, because obviously Yard's trainer Tundi was adamant that they wouldn't go to Russia, and he, he kind of still says that. So well, I don't listen. Who, who knows? I mean, you know, when you agree a deal, I mean, by all accounts, the contract's not signed. I don't know, but when you agree a deal, you would be agreeing it between Top Rank and Frank Warren. Hmm. Okay, so I don't know if Yard and Tunde have agreed to the deal. I don't even know if they've seen the actual contract. Do they actually know? money is on the table for this fight or what are they being told but all I know is, is that a deal has been agreed between Top Rank and Frank Warren for this fight so whether that also means that those boys are on board I don't know mm. uh, I mean it's going to have to be a lot of money to, to go to Russia because it's a mess. you know one minute you're the A side at, at the Emirates next minute you're in Siberia somewhere in the mountains in Rocky Four style but it's good luck to him you know and sometimes you have to do that sometimes when you fight a champion you have to go abroad for the shot there's nothing there's nothing abnormal about it but yeah. it's just that it, it, you know I don't know enough about the, the money and the package it's going to have to be sizable because if not you might be NCR thinking do you know what I'll wait for another opportunity and have some proper fights to get myself into a position to be ready but you know I think if he takes it good luck to him um, Sky Sports announced that they'll be showing the Wilder Brazil fight on May the 18th, yeah. uh, which is yeah. obviously great for us to watch. Um, is there anything to read between the lines there that that fight's on Sky or not really? I mean, it was just a fight that was offered out to all broadcasters, um, and 
know, I spoke to Adam about it briefly and said, mate, go for it, because that's a, a fight that Sky should be hosting. Not that he's the greatest heavyweight of all time, fight of all time, but it's very, very important to the landscape of the division and what we're trying to do, and obviously to Anthony Joshua. So I was delighted when they got the fight, and it's a brilliant three weeks on Sky, you know, with Wilder against Brazil, Usyk against Takam, and then Joshua against Miller, all three weeks consecutively. So um, a lot of Wilder's fights have been on Sky Sports, nothing really to read out of. Actually, you know, Shelley's, Shelley's relationship with Sky is quite decent, you know, done quite a few fights over the years, so um, nothing really to read out, only that, you know, it's great for the Wilder Joshua fight if it ever happens that we're getting a chance to see them both in action on Sky and, and keep, keep building the narrative. What can you tell us about uh, USEX promoter, what's his name, the Alex? Alex Preston. Crap, yeah. Saying that the WBO president, Paco, had guaranteed them that USEC will be Anthony yeah, Joshua's yeah. next mandatory challenger. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, it's, it's there in the WBO rules. You know, when a super champion moves up a weight class, it becomes an automatic mandatory. So that's what would happen and will happen if he vacates his WBO cruiserweight title, which he hasn't done yet. But, you know, the fight obviously moving. Usyk's really got to decide, is this it for good or is it just to see how we get on? And, you know, I think May 25th against Takam is going to tell us everything we need to know because if he goes in there and does an unbelievable job, then he may want that Joshua fight in November, December this year. If he doesn't, if he struggles a little bit, if he thinks he needs to put on a little bit more size or work on some more stuff, he may take another heavyweight fight himself mm. in that period and then fight Joshua in spring. But everything really hinges on the Joshua um, Wilder fight because obviously that would take priority over a mandatory. And that's why it's so important that the Joshua Wilder fight happens next because otherwise we're going to get caught up in mandatory. And so is Wilder, by the way, as well. I'm hoping that Dillian Wyatt you know, and listen, if Dillian White gets his way and, and the WBC rule that, you know, he's a mandatory, maybe we've known him to be the bounce, maybe we can't even do Joshua Wilder next anyway. So you might see Wilder against White and Joshua against Usyk. I mean, that wouldn't be the saddest story in the world, would it? You know, I mean, I know we all want Wilder Joshua, but there's two great heavyweight fights there. But I think everything's in play. Most importantly for Usyk is the win on May the 25th. And, it's a tough fight, I've got to tell you. But people in boxing are saying to me, Pat, you know, I know that Sackham's been beaten by Josh and, you know, he was winning the fight against Chisora but got beat, but he's a big lump. You know, when you're moving up from 14 stone to fight a guy who's, what, 17 half, 18 stone, who comes forward with relentless pressure, who's very, very strong, it's not an easy first fight heavyweight. People just presume who's going to go in and blitz everyone at heavyweight. I'm not sure it's going to work out that way so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that fight so I mean originally the talk was May the 18th Chicago it's gone to the 25th in Maryland uh, yeah. near Washington yeah. so what was the idea about moving it away from Chicago first it's of all it's really well f firstly it was more about um, the Wilder fight you know so Wilder goes on May the 18th do we want to go up against the Wilder fight not really um, May the 25th was a free weekend um, in terms of the venue, just ease, availability. He's boxed there before with Lomachenko and sold it out. There's a lot of Ukrainians in the Washington area. It's a very good venue. Um, you know, it's, it's only up the road from New York where everything starts from A 
AJ the week after, so Usyk will be having his fight, and then moving down to New York and being part of the fight week there as well, you know, for, for Joshua against Miller. Mm. Okay, uh, Golovkin, uh, obviously reports that he'll fight June eighth at Madison Square Garden in New York. Hassan and Dam has been heavily tipped to be his opponent. Um, a couple of other opponents. What can you tell us about that? Um, just that that date's definitely in play. I mean, look, I'm not promoting the show. I'm going to be involved, probably just putting some undercard fights on and helping if needed. Um, meeting, met, spoke to Tom Mosley yesterday here in a meeting and seeing some of his lawyers this week and just really looking at what fights we can put on the card. Um, yeah, they'll be making the announcement in terms of the date, the opponents, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the date that you said is, is certainly a, a front runner and I'm sure they'll make an official announcement in due course. So you're not actually technically involved in that show, you'll just have I'm a couple of fires? I'm not promoting, no. I'll, I'll, be, I'll probably be co-promoting the show, but only really working on the undercard and working with them in any capacity they need because um, he wants to push GGG promotions, which was very clear from the start. You know, I had the meeting with him, I brought John Skipper to the meeting. Um, he's happy to work with us on numerous different bits and pieces. We're not going to be making announcements on his behalf and stuff like that, but, you know, we'll be involved in the show and helping with the card, and a lot of our fighters will be appearing on that card as well, and, you know, that's, that's about it, really. Um, why hasn't the Lemieux Ryder fight been announced for eight, uh, May the 4th yet? Um, it's only just, there's, there's a few things, really. I mean, the contractually, we've just got that over the line. The main thing is with the WBA as well, looking at, you know, is it going to be for that Canelo's regular title? Is it going to be, it's definitely a final eliminator where the winner is Callum Smith's mandatory. But you, an announcement will be imminent. But I thought, I thought Ryder was already Callum Smith's mandatory. He's mandatory. He is, right, he okay. Is. But that's why, that's why it's for the mandatory the new beats and he becomes the mandatory right okay so whoever wins that fight is fighting Callum Smith as, as a mandatory manager but I would like that fight to be for the regular title but it's just where Canelo will vacate that belt because I think he would have one eye as well on moving himself up to super middleweight so who else is on that card then for the Canelo Jacobs undercard um, I've seen the list that they're going to be announcing this week it's quite, quite a big card some big names again I'll let them announce it but and Ryder Lemieux is going to be chief support for that fight, for that card, which is a, a great Any more of your fighters on there? Uh, yes, at least one other, okay. possibly two others, which will be announced in due course. Have you spoke to Mikey Garcia yet? No. Well, not in person. So you want to make no. the hooker a Garcia fight? Love to. Love to. Great fight for Texas, great fight for Mo Hooker, great fight for Mikey Garcia. We shall see. What what's the situation about a um, sorry July thirteenth and, and Dylan White? Obviously, I spoke to Dylan White yesterday and didn't really tell us yeah, too much yeah. about. We're working towards that. We've got our um, a couple of opponents, which I'm not going to talk about because I want to make sure that we get them over the line. A lot is hinging on this WBC decision. To be honest with you, I mean he'll still fight on that date regardless, but that's a pivotal moment for his career. What? the WBC rule in terms of this mandatory position for him and possibly find the winner of Wilder against Brazil. So we should hear from that hopefully this week. Uh, but the plan remains the same to box in July. And, um, you know, he's, uh, as always, ready for, for a serious fight. Is 
a Pavetkin and Ortiz being considered at this current stage? They're definitely on the list, yeah. Yeah, there's a few others as well, but uh, yeah, I've always liked the Pavetkin fight. Um, he's a good fight. There's a couple of other really good fights that have come up and into the, the fray as well. What about Manuel Char? Yeah, he's another name on the list. Um, so, but again, we're kind of just waiting on the WBC to see what they order, because you know if he's if he's becomes a mandatory with no intervening bouts for a Wilder Brazil, Wilder Brazil winner, then you're not really going to fight Ortiz, for example, or maybe even Povetkin. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's a serious fight on July 13th, but we we want to know what the WBC decision is before we sign the contracts for another fight and then get it all announced. But is this definitely going to be a pay-per-view show or not necessarily? Yes, yes. Whatever happens, it will be a pay-per-view show. So yeah, his I opponent's going to be someone decent like, then? Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be a proper fight. It's not going to be a pick-over. You know, it's going to be a pay-per-view headline with a big cut. It's got some potential. But, again, we'll review that once the WBC make their ruling. Okay, just a couple more things. What, what, what's going on with this Klitschko situation? I know they put that thing out on April the 1st. I've seen a lot of it. Say that again. It, it, it just broke up there. Say that again. I said I have so much respect for Klitschko that any news from his career is coming from him, firstly. So I can't really tell you too much other than I've spoke to him and... I think he's just curious. You know, I think he's spent a lot of his career waiting for a division like this. You know? And obviously now you have so many broadcasters, so much money coming into the fray. I just think he's a bit curious and I think he's probably asking a few questions. I can't tell you anything about a decision he'll make, who he's talking to. You know, all I can say is that, you know, I hope he makes a decision that makes him happy and I'm sure he wakes up every day thinking what if or you know he's a competitor but will he return I really don't know what about him reportedly wanting 100 million for a potential comeback something that no, his brother I said I, 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 don't, I don't know I don't know I mean, like I said I've spoke to him others have spoken to him you know, I can't tell you on the numbers but I think a lot of it is speculation and quite rightly so, you know, he's a heavyweight legend that may be returning to a vibrant division. Mm -hmm. So, it's going to be a lot of speculation. I hope he does return, if he still has the hunger. Because, he, you know, he'd be a major part and a major name to, to be part of what's happening. You have a workout on Friday in London. Mm -hmm. um, which is the Rhino. Yeah, for the Rhino. When do you get home then? Big Daddy. When do you get home? I don't get back till Sunday. Sunday. Okay. I won't be there on uh, on Friday. But get yourselves down to Spitzfield Market. Del Chisora, um, Big Daddy Brown, the White Rhino, Josh Kelly. Um, actually, another heavyweight fight going to get announced. I think today for that card as well. One of our international heavyweights um, going to be fighting on that card. Cool, cool. So I know what that is. Yeah. So can I just say it? Yeah. yeah. No. Why? No. <laughs> you don't actually because what you think it is it might not be oh really yep that is actually true so there's no problem with me saying it right now <laughs> if you want you can say it is it your heavyweight Zhang what, what's the fight against possibly Tom Little yeah possibly so 
So you said you know what it is. No, but I spoke to Tom Little and I, I, he told me about his situations. That's why I said possibly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Our new signing um, will be the uh, Chinese heavyweight Zhang and he will be fighting at the O2 next week. Okay. My, 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 my PR team are going to give me he does what he wants we're going to be working with uh, Rock Nation with Zhang he's a big southpaw big punching heavyweight Mm. undefeated world ranks and he's ready to go so I'm excited excited to see him in action how have tickets gone for that O2 show Ed? decent I expect to have Somewhere between six and seven thousand. Okay. In there, is so it, the, the, that lower bowl will be pretty much full. I think it's decent. Um, has it been confirmed who's headlining, or is that still up in the air, or what? No, no, I've got to speak to Sky. I mean, generally we announce, we we plan that. Yeah, you know, if it wasn't clear cut, if you like, we normally do the running schedule at the end of this week, early next week. So you know, keep your pressure on. But for me, you know, just to, just to let you know, my opinion is it should be Dave Allen. Derek Chisora's opinion it should be Dave Allen I mean what more do they want I just just, just think that you know when you've got that's a big fight that's that's an absolute I mean by the way I think Gashi's going to be a tough fight for Chisora but Alan Brown is it's like almost like a career ending fight at at that level Mm. do you know what I mean I know Dave's only 26 but if he loses he can forget about these massive nights and massive fights he can still come back and have him and obviously Khan and Crawford on the same night as well uh, yeah exactly who are you sending out for that Frank Smith will be out there ok anything on Lawrence O'Coley Ed with Lebedev no we're trying we're trying to fight we're trying to put on July 13th on getting white card oh really so What's the situation with Andrade, Ed? Is it's not going to be Selecki or don't know yeah, yet? Probably, actually. Um, Didn't you rule it out the other day, though, yeah? No, yeah, because Selecki had a hand injury and I presumed that he wouldn't be ready for June. And they came back to me two days ago and said they've seen the doctor, he's clear for middle end of June. So 22nd or 29th of June, most likely, just confirming the film the zone will be Andrade against Rebecca. It's a great fight and uh, I'm pleased that he's going to be ready. Alright, what have you got the press conference today, Ed? Yeah. Yeah, press conference and then Wayne tomorrow and then fight night. So, all get behind million dollar product. Absolutely. Eddie Herb, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV and we'll definitely catch up with you next week for the huge O2 show and, uh, yeah, best of luck to Anthony Prada. Cheers, mate. Later. 
Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.